Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hello, friend. Hello, my Pilates instructor friends. <laughs> I'm so excited to finally talk about this with you because <laughs> this is like totally your jam and something that both you and I get questioned on so many times. Yes. Um, so what are we going to talk about today? So today we're going to talk about pelvic floor strengthening. Oh, that sounds so glamorous. Right? Doesn't it? <laughs> I was like, it just, it like, it sounds sexy. Yeah, it just rolls off the tongue. You're yeah. Like, Ooh, pelvic floor. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, hmm. And actually, it's funny because, you know, we, with this topic, we are going to talk a little bit about sex. So <laughs> if okay. you don't like the S word, you know, I, I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which would be interesting since you're listening to a podcast, but you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, this is because, you know, this is a topic that really has not been given enough attention. And it is something that I feel is so important. And of course, you know, my Pilates background um, warrants me saying that, but I don't just say that to say that. Yeah. It, no, I feel like this is something that should be discussed and you may get into this. So I won't say a whole lot, but this is not something that was ever discussed when I was pregnant, Try, mm-hmm. when I was trying to conceive when I was pregnant or after birth. Mm-hmm. Ever. And granted that was 10 and a half, almost 11 years ago. So things may have changed now. Um, I'm not sure about that, but if you are, you know, pregnant or wanting to become pregnant, I have no doubt that this is going to be a fantastic episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny because I tell my clients that all the time. I'm like, if you want to get pregnant or just had a baby, you need Pilates in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Plain and simple. Um, and okay. So let's, let's yeah. just dive right in. Let's do okay. it. So with pelvic floor strengthening. Okay. Pelvic floor. Well, what is that? Like, does everybody have a pelvic floor? Well, question. if you have a pelvis, then yes, you most certainly do have a pelvic floor. <laughs> so right. the pelvic floor, it refers to a group of muscles that basically, so I guess to make it more understandable, it's like, um, it stretches like a muscular trampoline that goes from your tailbone to your pubic bone. So basically your butt to your pelvis or your vagina or your penis, depending on what gender you are, but, um, that it it holds, these are muscles that hold your bladder and your bowels and for women, your uterus in place. That's good. We don't need the uterus falling out. No, 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 no. Um, so what does it do? Um, well, it's basically surrounds like these fleshy tubes is the best way I could put it 
that allow I know I know (laughs) that allow fluids and waste to exit the body so like your urine or feces um it basically surrounds that so I don't know if you you know like when you're pregnant and you have to pee all the time and sometimes it just kind of leaks out (laughs) you know what I'm talking about yes 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 yes. okay okay so that usually indicates that you have a weak pelvic floor, which happens when you're pregnant. Those muscles become a lot weaker because things are getting stretched out. You're not able to utilize those muscles as well as you would um, if you weren't pregnant. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, as you're, you're, you're growing a human inside you and everything's shifting. Right. Your bones, your like muscle, like everything shifting. So, um, <laughs> just painting a whole picture right there. Yeah. Um. So, when we're looking to conceive, or while we're pregnant, or even afterwards, it's really important that we focus on strengthening those muscles. And there's a whole slew of issues that can come from a weak pelvic floor that we'll get into in a minute. Um, but so mostly for right now, we're just going to focus on the fact that it helps us to control, um, the waste that comes out of our body. Okay. (laughs) So I, (laughs) so if you have a weak or damaged pelvic floor, it can lead to things like incontinence, um, pain during sex, sexual dysfunction, and um, back pain, and this thing called uterine prolapse. Now, this Mm -hmm. obviously only happens in women because you need a uterus for this to happen. Right. But uterine prolapse, and we're seeing it a lot lot more Mm -hmm. lately, Um, or at least I'm getting a lot of clients with it. Mm -hmm. And it occurs when your pelvic floor muscles and ligaments stretch, and they weaken to where they can no longer provide support for the uterus. So basically, mm-hmm. your uterus slips down, and it, like, protrudes out of your rear vagina. Mm. So it does not sound... No. It, no. No. <laughs> so, and Or got, attractive. No. No. And, of course, you've got um, pain, discomfort, leaky bladder all kinds of fun things that come from that. Isn't being a female fantastic? Yes. <laughs> We're so lucky. So your pelvic floor actually absorbs all the pressure and weight from your body. Um, and there's pretty much nothing that you're going to do in your day-to-day lives that don't use some strengths from your pelvic floor. So there's some exercises. So everything which your pelvic floor is part of your core. Your core, if you think of your body as a tree, you've got your trunk, which is your midsection, basically your chest down to your pelvis, you know, and then your tailbone up to your upper part of your back. That is your trunk. And then you've got your branches, which are your upper extremities, and then your roots or your lower So if you think about it, every movement you do, whether it's balancing on one leg, 
lifting your arm up over your head, that all comes from your trunk, from your mm-hmm. core. Mm-hmm. And your pelvic floor is the base of that core. Okay. I follow. So it's, I mean, if you were to take a tree, you know, take a, um, what's that thing called? An axe or like lightning hit it and strikes it right down the center of the core. Is it going to be able to support those branches? Probably not. Yeah. So it'll tip over. Right. Same thing with your core. If it's not strengthened, how is the rest of your body going to be able to function? Not very well. Right. So it's extremely important for you to strengthen that pelvic floor um, in order to reduce the risk of having lower back pain or having uterine prolapse for females or having incontinence or, you know, discomfort during sex. And, and I will tell you something (laughs) probably TMI and my husband was actually very happy to hear this before we got married. But when you have strong core, Mm -hmm. Um, especially for females, it is a lot easier for you to climax during sex. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, you know, those orgasms come easier. They come stronger. They're, you know, better. Um, That's a, that's a win for both parties. Right. Right. (laughs) So if anything, build up your core for the good side. Right. There you go. If that's not reason enough to get your husband or, or right, your wife on if you're board. whatever on board, then yeah, I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of other benefits that come from having a um, strong core or a pelvic floor, but um, that's definitely one of the top ones on my list. <laughs> right. And I will, and I can attest to this. Because I started doing Pilates before I had kids. And Mm -hmm. so all three of my kids I had been teaching or doing core work, like, throughout all my pregnancies. I mean, I've worked out through the entire one, but I always did my Kegel exercises, which we're going to talk about in a minute. It's one of the pelvic floor exercises to do. Um, I Mm -hmm. always did my Kegel exercises in every single one of my deliveries for childbirth. Mm-hmm. less than five pushes and they were out. Dang girl. Yeah. Nice I mean, I delivered them all vaginally and, and I firmly believe it is because I had that connection with my core, my pelvic floor. Um, it's, I was very in tune with my body, but I knew how mm-hmm. to work those muscles. I knew how to contract those mm-hmm. muscles. Yeah, I had, so I had a C-section, so I didn't have, you know, get to, Mm -hmm. to do any of that, but I was there for my best friend's birth in December for her first baby and got to watch that whole miracle. And it's amazing. It was amazing watching her because she worked out throughout her entire pregnancy, um, you know, up until right before and just seeing how like healthy and how connected she was to her muscles when her Mm -hmm. when the nurse told her you know exactly where or how to push down she was instantly able to connect to that and just do it and that sweet baby girl came out pretty darn quickly yeah um and and you know even her nurses were like oh my gosh she just did 
beautifully because she was so connected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's really important. And I think when you start doing core exercises or things like Pilates and yoga, you learn body awareness. Mm -hmm. You really become in tune with your body. And, you know, there are workouts. I mean, you, as a trainer, you do a lot of strengthening exercises and mm-hmm. I'm sure you are very in tune with your muscles and you know mm-hmm. how to contract those muscles, like where you should be feeling right. it, what you should be doing to get that contraction. Mm-hmm. Same thing, with, you know, when you're delivering a baby, um, you're contracting muscles to basically eject that baby out of your body. Right. So you have to know when to push, how to push and, you know, where to squeeze all the things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I say that, you know, you're wanting to have a child or pregnant um, and needing Pilates, that is the main, one of the main reasons why Yeah, is because it's going to make the whole process a lot smoother. Am I saying that you're going to have it easy peasy? No, but it will definitely make things less complicated than if you weren't doing that. Absolutely. So So what are some things you can do to strengthen that? So Kegel exercises is probably at the top of the list because they're pretty simple to do. I mean, you could do those anywhere and nobody knows you're doing them. Mm -hmm. So basically, if you think about it like this, and I, (laughs) I say this to a lot of people and they laugh at me, if you think about if you have to fart and you're out in public or maybe you're with your significant other before you're actually married and you care what they think of you, <laughs> right? <laughs> you want to hold that fart in. You don't want to let it go. So you squeeze, you clench almost like mm-hmm. your butt cheeks. That's essentially a Kegel exercise. That's the best way I can put it to where people understand it. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I'm trying to make it relatable. Like there's a bunch of like sciencey terms and ways you could say, oh, this is actually what a Kegel exercise is and how you do it. But yeah, we don't need all that. No. So (laughs) most of us don't know what it is anyway. (laughs) It's funny because another one is bridging and Mm -hmm. I do bridging a lot. um, Same. And because it's so effective and Mm -hmm. some people think, oh, that's like a a wuss workout. I'm like, not if you're doing it right. Right. But, um, exactly. I used to say, okay, I want you to imagine that you have a quarter in between your butt cheeks and you don't want to drop that quarter. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, how often do people put quarters in between their butt cheeks to where they're going to know what that, that means. So yeah. I started referencing the farting thing and it like clicked mm-hmm. for so many people because I'm sure there's at least one point in everybody's life where they've had to fart and they needed to hold it in. Yeah, I can't think of too many occasions where I've been like, damn it, I wish I could hold this quarter between my butt cheeks right now. So you're probably right about that. So you just have to make it relatable when you're doing an exercise. Well, as an instructor, you have to make it relatable to where they can truly understand. Because a lot of people, you could tell them to contract a muscle, but they have no idea what that means. Right. So you have to mimic similar things to what they do in their day-to-day life so they can understand. Yeah, that makes sense. So, that, that, I mean, that's just what works for me. Maybe do you, is there something that you found works good? Um, 
it's really not PC. <laughs> um, and I don't say it to a lot of clients. So I'm just going to leave everyone in suspense on that. And I'll share that with you later. Okay. Um, I'm interested to hear what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, not for that particular exercise. I'm trying to think of other things. <sighs> Sometimes I'll use things, not for the clenching, but when we're deadlifting or squatting, I'll tell them to, or even push-ups, um, we're focusing on pushing the ground away mm-hmm. to help them brace or stand up properly or oh, put yeah. you know, all the weight through their heels, something like that. Yeah, that makes um, sense. So, yeah, it's just trying to relate it, like you said, to what makes sense to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, we as women, we, you know, we have babies. Everything shifts. Our bodies change. Um, things separate in ways that they, you know, you wouldn't think they could or they shift that right. down. So afterwards, and those muscles get weakened. Even even if you work out during your pregnancy, those muscles can still get very weakened because now mm-hmm. you're body is all that weight is on the front end and you're mm-hmm. you know you're proportioned differently and you're carrying things differently it's going to put strain on other areas mm-hmm. so it's really really important afterwards you know once you've recovered the doctor's given you the go-ahead um to be able to exercise that you focus on strengthening that pelvic floor mm-hmm. and getting it back um, as best as you can, or not, if not better, to what it was before. Right. Now, I will tell you, so men can have weak pelvic floors, and they can have issues from it as well. Theirs okay. can look slightly different. Um, so with us, usually it comes from childbirth, where we see a lot of the issues, like the uterine prolapse, um, the leaky bladder, those kinds of things. Men, obviously, they don't have that issue. Um, mm-hmm. And there's not as much studies with men because it's not as common of an issue. But sometimes, um, like surgeries for men, um, prostate surgeries, they have found um, men will need to strengthen up their pelvic floors or they'll have weak pelvic floors afterwards and have issues there. So it's still important for men to work on their pelvic floors. Like I said, all the movement stems from your core and your pelvic floor is the base of your core. Okay. So it's still because you're, I mean, whether you're, and I see this in athletes a lot Um, where they strengthen, you know, they focus on other areas like building upper body muscle, building lower body muscle, um, endurance, but they don't really give their core um, the strength that it deserves. That's why they end up with a lot of injuries. Right. But if you have a strong core, you are less likely to have those types of injuries. Makes sense. Um, so, um, I I read this question somewhere, and I thought it was interesting. So I wanted to talk about. It. Um, I only leak urine when I lift really heavy weights. Is that okay? <laughs> well, <laughs> hmm. 
Um, you shouldn't be leaking urine ever. I mean, that's just, it's not a normal thing. I mean, pregnant women go through it, but still, it's not something that, like, we're like, oh, yeah, you leak urine. That's a day-to-day thing. You're good. Um, yeah. No, not healthy. Yeah. So, it probably means that the weight you should be putting on your core muscles is being shifted onto your pelvic floor. So, it's putting pressure, um, which is an area that's already... Um, has enough pressure on it like it's supporting all of your weight Mm -hmm. essentially so if you're leaking urine or if you're peeing um like just dribbling during Mm -hmm. when you're lifting heavy weight that's a sign that there's something wrong um it could be improper lifting mechanics muscle imbalances um it could be a number of urological dysfunctions um but you want to listen to your body and you know try to figure out like if you notice that you're suffering from a lot of lower back pain or um trying to think of shoulder pain or just pain in other areas and you notice that it comes from lifting heavy weight and you're you know, urinating while you're doing this. Now I'm not talking like full on stream, but if right. you're like dribble, 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 <laughs> then um, yeah, there's an issue that there, or there's that's an indication that there's an issue. And right. it, most of the time when my clients come to me um, complaining of pain, not always, but most of the time, that's where I start is looking at their core strength and stability, especially if it's like a lower back pain area. And it could be, it, it's either core strength and stability or tightness mm. from not stretching. Like I have a lot of clients that come to me with lower back pain. Do you get that a lot? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure do. And most of them have jobs where they sit in a chair all day. So, which means that sitting in a chair all day causes tight hip flexors. Well, tight hip flexors lead to lower back pain because you're sitting all day. You're in this fixed position and you're putting a lot of strain Mm -hmm. on your back. Yep. So, I I mean, again, you know, it's case by case. But those are usually the two places I start. Yep. And... You know, nine times out of 10, my clients, when I'm evaluating, they have weakness in their core somewhere. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So it's just something so easily neglected. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of the most important places for us to be focusing on. For sure. So, you know, Kegel exercises, um, bridging. Um, even, you know, squats can help too, but a lot of your floor exercises, like, um, uh, donkey kicks, fire hydrants, those ones can work well, it can work as well. But I usually Mm -hmm. mostly for somebody who has, um, serious issues with their pelvic floor, I pretty much always start with bridging um and kegel exercise it depends on like for older people people really weak 
um, like senior citizens, I'd probably start more with Kegel exercises. Um, and then, because that's something they can do on their own. Pregnant women, I do a lot of Kegel exercises. I actually mm-hmm. um, have a pregnant client I'm working with now that we've been focusing a lot on like bridging exercises and floor routines, um, which I think is really, really helping her. She said that a lot of her lower back pain has gone away and she's, she's very big in front. She's not a big girl, Mm -hmm. but she's like, she's like all baby. Mm. So which is going to put a lot of strain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, I can't stress it enough how important it is to make sure that those pelvic floor muscles are strong and you're always working to have a stronger core. I would agree. Because um, the stronger that is, the stronger everything else is going to be able to Right. Get. Yeah. And with the weakness comes all kinds of um, muscular imbalances. Mm-hmm. Oh, and another one that I like to do too, another exercise um, is bird dogs. Do you know what those are? Oh, oh yeah. I have like all of my clients do those. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's a, that's a big Pilates exercise. I mean, like bridges, mm-hmm. bird dogs, those are ones we do a lot in Pilates. And that's yeah. really good for strengthening that lower back area too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that a lot of people are weak in. So, yep. That, that's something everybody can benefit from for sure. And these are exercises that don't require any equipment that right. I don't want to say are easy to do. Um, I mean, they're easy how to figure out how to do. Right. And every fitness level can do them. Yes. Um, you know, you can always modify mm-hmm. if needed. So it's definitely something anybody can do anywhere. Right. You need nothing but your body to do them. Right. And... So, um, I don't remember which podcast episode it was. I think it was the last one. I was talking about the TikTok videos that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them requires no equipment. And for that reason, nice. they, I intentionally do it. Now you can add equipment, like you can add hand weights to certain ones or bands. Mm-hmm. You can always take a basic exercise and modify it, either take it down or build it up. Right. So, um, and same thing with, like, Pilates. There's so many different levels. And yoga is the same way. And that's why I feel like it's so important to incorporate those types of um, exercise routines into your overall routines. I, I really feel like you should have a good balance of strength training, cardio, and mobility. Agreed. Um, just a really well-rounded, which now, of course, it's going to vary from person to person, but I can't think of any one person where I'm like, oh, no, no, no. you only need one out of those three, or you only need right. two out of those three. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So, but I mean, that's, agreed. that's about all I had is there anything you would like to share no um I I deflect to you on on more of the pelvic floor stuff for sure just because of your you know Pilates instructor and and background in that and in your personal 
personal story with all that. Um, it's definitely something that I work with a lot in my clients that tell me they have low back pain. Uh, you know, if they're, or if they have a desk job, we do a lot of those exercise, not the Kegel stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, that that's a good one to, to know for sure. Mm-hmm. I should, I should definitely mention that. So no, I learned a little bit today too. That was Yay. very helpful. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, and I just can't reiterate enough that, you know, whether you're, you're trying to get pregnant, you are pregnant, just had a baby or you're just a human. Um, it's so important to strengthen that Absolutely. for both for both genders. I, I honestly didn't even think about it for males because everything's so centered around females. You know? Right. Um, and it so, does, no, it that, can, that it can affect males. I mean, obviously it's not as common, but right. men still need strong cores. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all connected. So mm-hmm. no, that was great advice. Thank you. Well, thank you. I'm, thank you. Thank you. Mike. I'm glad I get, I aim to please. <laughs> well, you know, you did a great job. I appreciate you. <laughs> All right, girlfriend. Well, I'm going to go practice some exercises. Some Kegel exercises? <laughs> you will never know. <laughs> well, I do want to know what that thing was that you referred to earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll text you. Yeah, okay. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, girlfriend. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time.